In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. May the venerable exercises of holy devotion shape the hearts of your faithful, O Lord, to welcome worthily the Paschal mystery and proclaim the praises of your salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The angel brought me, Ezekiel, back to the entrance of the temple of the Lord, and I saw water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the facade of the temple was toward the east. The water flowed down from the right side of the temple south of the altar. He led me outside by the north gate and around to the outer gate facing the east, where I saw water trickling from the right side. Then when he had walked off to the east with a measuring cord in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and had me wade through the water, which was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand and once more had me wade through the water, which was now knee deep. Again, he measured off a thousand and had me wade. The water was up to my waist. Once more, he measured off a thousand, but there was now a river through which I could not wade. For the water had risen so high, it had become a river that could not be crossed except by swimming. He asked me, have you seen this son of man? Then he brought me to the bank of the river where he had me sit. Along the bank of the river, I saw many trees on both sides. He said to me, this water flows into the Eastern district down upon the Arabah and empties into the sea, the salt waters, which makes it fresh. Wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature that can multiply shall live and there shall be abundant fish. For wherever this water comes, the sea shall be made fresh. Along both banks of the river, fruit trees of every kind shall grow. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. Every month they shall bear fresh fruit, for they shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary. Their fruit shall serve for food, and their leaves for medicine. The word of the Lord. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in distress. Therefore, we fear not, though the earth be shaken and mountains plunge into the depths of the sea. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. There is a stream whose runlets gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. God is in its midst. It shall not be disturbed. God will help it at the break of dawn. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. 
The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. Come, behold the deeds of the Lord, the astounding things he has wrought on earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. Gospel according to John. There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem at the Sheep Gate a pool called in Hebrew Bethesda with five porticos. In these lay a large number of ill, blind, lame, and crippled. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been ill for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I am on my way, someone else gets down there before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your mat and walk. Immediately the man became well, took up his mat and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who was cured, It is the Sabbath and it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. He answered them, The man who made me well told me, Take up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who told you, Take it up and walk? The man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away, since there was a crowd there. After this, Jesus found him in the temple area and said to him, Look, you are well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he did this on a Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. This prophecy in Ezekiel of the river coming out of the east side of the temple is um, re echoed in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, at the very end of the Bible, about heaven, that the river of life flows through the middle of Jerusalem, and on either side the trees. Uh, set down their roots uh, to the water and so give life and their leaves are medicine for the nations and the, the 12 trees represent the 12 apostles and the 12 tribes of Israel. Everything restored to what it was supposed to be where this river of God's life and love is at the center and that's where we all draw our life from. And that image of a river um, is so powerful because if you've seen like big mighty rivers like the Mississippi or even rushing rivers like through mountains, uh, if you've been whitewater rafting, there's such an infinity to it, like it just keeps going. You can stand in the same spot on a river and the water, you're like, where is all this water coming from? Um, it's so infinite, yet it's so dynamic. Um, it's alive. It's constantly changing, constantly um, moving. And that's the river of God's love, love that we get drawn into uh, in Christ. Is there, there is no end point where we're just all, you can't be infinitely full um, unless you're constantly being poured out. Um, 
And so there's no possessiveness in the Trinity. What's the Father is the Son's, and the Son's is the Father's, and the, the Spirit that proceeds from them is part of that infinite flow. But where it's finally found, because God's love, his, his Trinity, his river of rushing life that he wants to give away, because God is love, God is gift itself, is constantly looking for uh, a receiver. And humanity, we, what we've done is we've cut off the river. We've, we've become like the Dead Sea where we, we take but we don't give um, because of fear or because of selfishness. And the Dead Sea, because it has no outlet, becomes this brackish water that can give no life. Uh, needs an outlet. Um, and so in Jesus' own heart, that's where the river of life rushes back into the world. When his heart is pierced on the cross, water and blood come out. And that's in his body and in his heart is the location of um, where human beings can again access the river of life. That's what heaven is. It's the, the body of Christ now stretched out into a kingdom where we're all members and drawing our life from that one river. But it always costs us something. Like, there's no just receiving the river and then getting full and then stopping. And that's, that's my part of the water because it'll just get funky and bad. We've got to constantly be pouring ourselves out too. So this gospel today where um, the man is at the pool, I find it so interesting that Jesus asks him that question, do you want to be well? It's a yes or no question. And he doesn't say yes or no. He's, he starts with his excuses of why he's still sick. Like, it doesn't seem necessary um, to, to rationalize your being crippled. Um, but Jesus doesn't entertain any of his, his arguments about why it's, the, it's a good or right thing that he be stuck in his predicament. He just says, take up your mat and walk. And immediately the man has the faith and the confidence in Jesus' word to do it. And so that grace is always available to, to us too, to, to, to get into the river of life, to draw our life from that life, um, but not in a way that just like makes a little tributary off of Jesus' heart into my own little possessive part of his love, but get in that river and go uh, where he calls us. It's the only, where, only place where life is, but um, paradoxically enough, it's on the cross. It's in his pierced heart. It's in death that we find that life. Um, but it's the only life that really gives the life we're looking for. Let's offer our prayers to the Father. Pray for the church, the pastors and her people, that we may respond in love to all the challenges of this uh, crisis we're in. We may witness to God's compassion and his mercy, we pray to the Lord. Pray for peace in our world. Pray for those who govern us, for their wisdom and their courage. We pray to the Lord. For all those whom this time is very challenging, those who still have to work and put themselves in risk, especially healthcare workers, and also for families who are struggling financially during this time, and all those who are anxious for peace, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord for all the sick and the suffering, those who are dying, those who may have to die without comfort of visitors or the sacraments their peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord For all the intentions we hold in our hearts. We 
This Mass we pray for the Contreras family and for their intentions for whom this Mass is offered. We pray to the Lord. Father, give us the gift of new life in this time of Lent. Help us to repent more deeply of our sin and so receive your mercy and life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands will become our spiritual drink. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We offer to you, O Lord, these gifts which you yourself have bestowed. May they attest to your care as Creator for this, our mortal life, and effect us in the healing that brings us immortality. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts, that freed from disordered affections, they may so deal with the things of this passing world as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so with all the angels and saints we praise you, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy. holy. Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and, once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Blaise, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember all of our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God. You take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. of those not able to receive communion today. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. 
Purify our minds, O Lord, we pray, and renew them with this heavenly sacrament, that we may find help for our bodies now and likewise in times to come. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Bow down for the blessing. Grant, O merciful God, that your people may remain always devoted to you and may constantly receive from your kindness whatever is for their good. Through Christ our Lord. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordiae, Vita et spes nostra salve, a te clamamos, exudes filii hebe, a te suspiramos, gementes et flentes, in hac lacrimarum vale. Ea ego, advocata nostra, ilos tuos, misericordes oculos, a nos converte. Et Jesu, benedictum fructum ventris tui, nobis, post hoc exilium, hosten.